Hello, listeners. <laughs> Welcome back. Uh, as always, I'm your host, Sam, and with me is... Lindsay. And this is the Back to Backlog Podcast. Yeah, it's uh, been a little bit. Um, we've gotten a chance to really play quite a lot of things in the time since we last recorded. Um, what mm-hmm. have you been playing? So I, in the order of things as they were released, uh, Legend of Zelda Tears of the Kingdom. Amazing. Um, Ooh, Tatka. <laughs> the uh, shrines in that game make me question how I finished college. Um <laughs> <laughs> for real like some of them i just and then like i would see other people do it and i'm like i'm an idiot there was one it was like a pendulum that you had to like hit a ball into a target and i just could not figure that one out uh even with a tutorial beautiful um yeah uh, some of them i just some of them yeah i just i'm not i don't know had me questioning my sanity and my intelligence, but it, it's amazing because there's yeah. like basically three maps. There's like the below ground map, like the ground map, and then a sky map. Yeah, yeah. I got to watch some uh, my roommate playing, and uh, yeah, they were doing the underground bit for a while, and I was like, man, this is creepy. It is. It is. Yeah. It's also how I ran out of arrows. Like I didn't think I could run out of arrows because I got those amiibos, mm. and they drop arrows. <laughs> Um, a lot of them do. So I had, because, you know, you, I mean, you can throw the little mushroom things, but you get more light farther ahead of you if you use the, the arrow. Yeah. Yeah. I ran out of them fast. Yeah. Yeah. I got my roommate the, um, the little, um, the NFC cards, like the, the amiibo cards. Yeah. That would have been cheaper. Tiny, <laughs> tiny pack of just all these Zelda ones. We just tried them all out and got a whole bunch of junk. It was fun. I have a, couple of the animal crossing ones like that because those i won't like those are just cards i'm not going to spend money on those right for the originals um no i bought most of the amiibo like i collect them or yeah. I, I used to the only ones i buy now are like the ones that are pertinent to games they're really um, quality on the shelf to be honest so they are yeah mine are mine are just sitting in a bag so i'll dump the bag out like <laughs> In the Mullen to Cheers the Kingdom and then put them back in the bag. Okay, that's not that's not significantly better than the, the cheapo Chinese cards. Yeah. It's not. <laughs> no. I'm sure that was a lot cheaper. Because I but at least I bought all of mine generally when they came out. There's mm. only a couple of them. So no crazy markup. Paid. No, yeah, there's only like a couple of them I paid an aftermarket price for. Most of them were MSRP, which nice. Although uh Breath of the Wild came out with like eight of them, so that didn't help. Um, but yeah, it's really good. It plays really smooth. I had a blast. I got about halfway through it, I think, because I finished two bosses and then transitioned to Diablo 4. Um, yeah, you were you were uh, pretty positive-ish last time we talked. I was hopeful. And then I got to, like, so the level cap for the first uh, beta was, I think, 30 and then the second one was 20, I want to say, somewhere along those lines. And once you finish the story, there is just not much to do. Uh-huh. Um, 
and I don't think that from the what they've released about season one, which starts on today's oh. the eleventh of July, it starts July twentieth. Yeah, I have my um, I get I get like news from my like smart speaker by the shower, and I think I was listening to one of the gaming sites, and they were saying how a bunch of people finished it really quickly, and they're like just waiting for the next like season or dlc drop or something and yeah it's like what the heck i don't think there's new content with the new season they said that not not meaningful at least like i don't think it's like like portaling like they're like a portal um mm. thing that you could do in diablo 3 or like mapping the uh uh bubba with the other game um the the short word for it is po- path of exile Mm. um the mapping the path of, path of exile has so i don't i don't know i think it was a giant waste of money i think i'm gonna be mad oh, that's a after, bummer like the first week i like i i just blasted through the content so fast the only thing that carries over to are the like lilith shrines in the like in the outer world i mean it's the game plays well like i didn't really have any problems with it it um I think it's it looks really nice. Like I had a lot of fun leveling up with my friends, and then I hit the end game, and it was like, okay, mm. what? Like, do I keep playing just to get perfect rolls on all my gear? But like, what for? So we'll see. It's your last chance, Blizzard, especially after all that Overwatch <laughs> bullshit. Did you hear about all? Oh that? yeah, I heard about. Yeah, I just, <laughs> I I can't wait for this BlizzCon. Because people are just like they thought that the Diablo Immortal BlizzCon was bad. Like, oh, <laughs> like they don't bring it, man. Do you people like, not have phones? Yeah, like I can just imagine because and people are done. Yeah, like they don't. They ruined every IP so far. Diablo is their last chance. Yeah, well, that's the the Activision and Activision Blizzard, right? Went yeah. swallowed by a big company. You're just yeah, not about the art. Yep. anything else <laughs> uh the last game i played is v rising it is a survival like builder game That's neat. um it's you have like teams of four we only had a three stack until the end until we but <laughs> managed to convince somebody to join our team because they they were on a team with people that just weren't super active and were like mm. we're active um because there's like the pvp game um and the server that we were on did like live raids on the weekend. So like a siege timer would open. You can siege other people's castles. Okay. And so you build your castle and you siege. Yeah. yeah you build your castle. You build like all of your equipment, um, the crafting and stuff. Hmm. So the mechanics of the game are really, really interesting. As someone who's never played it, uh, or the one I'm about to reference. It sounds like the original Fortnite concept. It's more like Valheim. Okay. Along that. Maybe I not not really, I don't think. Because it's PvP. Yeah. But it's more like Valheim or what's the other one? Rust, I think it's called. Yeah. Neat. Yeah. Um I mean the concept is really cool. We had a bunch of ding dongs on the server. We also got there a week late, so we were behind in materials, and there was just, like, I don't know. They must not have lives. Like, this clan just had, like, you can drop what's called siege golems, and they take a ton of resources and, like, an hour or two to make. And they just, like, had like an endless amount of them, and they just, like, 
ran the server, which like wouldn't be a problem, but like they were there's this one guy that's just like making up rules. <laughs> like there's no third party teaming. And then, you know, you know, immediately third party teamed. He like destroyed our castle. Um and did what's like keyed it, which basically means he built an item to dismantle everything essentially. Mm-hmm. And instead of just like breaking into our and like I don't know why ours, like we were already I don't know if I could ever keep up with live service games. It was really It sounds stressful. fast. <laughs> I like hearing I, I'll, about I'll it. I'll one more server wipe, but like it was very stressful. Mm. And I had a lot of trouble with the controls in the game because it's like top down. Oh, yeah, yeah. And I I struggled with that. So I'll, I'm going to give it one more server wipe and then see if... I mean, the game is 20 bucks. It's pre-release. Mm. Um, So like even if I only got like... I don't know, 60 hours worth of content out of it in this one. I, I played it more than that, probably like 80 hours Um, for that 20 bucks. That's fine for me, but I, I'll, pl- I'll play it one more server white and then nice. see if I want to touch it ever again. What did you play? Oh, yeah. Um, well, uh, Sonic Origins got its DLC, um, so you can finally play as Amy Rose in all the games. So that's that was pretty cool. That was fun. I like how she plays. They sort of like they they sort of took two existing abilities, the like insta shield and the drop dash and they like did something different with them. I don't know. It's neat. They they sort of gave her powers with her her little hammer there, the pico pico hammer, but it wasn't the same as like how she played in Sonic Advance, which I'm totally fine with. So, it was neat. Um and then more old games. Uh, I got a. I I tried to tried my hand at playing FTL again. <laughs> it really bothers me how much I've not been able to ever beat that game. Um, I unlocked What's FTL. Uh, faster than light. Old indie game where you were you know like twenty eleven ish I think. Oh okay. Uh, where you're like um, controlling people uh, like you've got a spaceship, and you can see X ray vision onto your ship, and you can like move your crew around to different spots to control like the shield and the the weapons and stuff and you um you go across this map to sort of it ends in a big ultimate showdown with some giant giant ship that I'm never ready for um I love the game it's cool roguelike um but man I just can't beat it um I got a little further I I, I beat the first phase of the final boss but I, I had to uninstall it because I was like all right all right <laughs> Like twenty time, twenty runs. I'm good. I'm good. Um, a game I did have a lot more success in. Uh, Street Fighter Six came out. Ooh. Oh, that's right. I forgot about that. Oh my god, it's so good. I <laughs> I, I forgot about that. I played a bunch of the arcade mode, and that was really fun. I really like what they've done with the modern control scheme. Um, like there's definitely if I'm playing arcade mode, I'm definitely gonna be. I definitely like to play with the classic control scheme. Um, so all the classic, uh, you know, combos and stuff, cause I just know them, right. Cause I've been playing them forever, but I did play, you know, the, t- the tutorials are really good. Um, there's a single player mode. That's really fun. That's I mean, cool. I, I love it know. when fighting games have that. Yeah. You're like running around a city, beating up people and like challenging everyone on this. It's so freaking fun. Oh, yeah. It's, it's Mortal cheesy. Kombat Armageddon had that and it was oh. like the best. I mean, it wasn't open world or anything like this sounds. 
Yeah, it's, um, it's, yeah, I mean, this is definitely like level to level. Like, you know, I just finished like level one and then it's like, all right, great. Now you can explore further than this one block. You can explore a few blocks and head over to Chun-Li's area. And then I like hung out with Chun-Li and, you know, she taught me some moves that I could use to like, I can use her like spinning Caval, like upside down helicopter kick to like fly over some rooftops to like platform a little bit to get to further area out of it's really neat it's a cool game like um yeah i was just gonna say so the the modern control scheme takes the classic controls and instead of doing like you know these buttons are punches these buttons are kicks you know low high low high um it's like these buttons are these uh you know fast medium strong attacks and then the triangle button is all the specials like all things that you would have done with combos so and it, it sounds a little bit like, I don't know, it, it could have gone really crazy and just completely blasphemous, but I think it's a really accessible control scheme. I enjoyed playing it with it, and I think I'm playing through the the, the single player mode with those controls. Um, but, you know, you can switch at the, on the fly. I don't know. I think this is the most accessible Street Fighter game there's ever been. I think but... that like brand new people can jump in, play the tutorial. And the tutorial does take like 10 minutes because you can't skip anything, but it does actually give you a handle on the basics properly and shows you what to do. So it's really, really cool. Um, it's definitely exceeded my expectations. Um, yeah, I don't know. I've played a couple other indie games. Uh, Mighty Goose, it's like a metal slug type of game, running gun. Uh, and then I played Wavetail. That's a really cool indie game. I would super recommend that. That one is like, I don't know. It's like uh, Jack and Daxter meets you know wind waker or whatever like it's a platform action platformer that takes place in a drowned world um it's really pretty really really pretty uh, i beat that that was really cool so yeah and then I don't know, other than that i finally put a screen protector on my steam deck i was like <laughs> yeah it's, it's about time that i actually protect this thing um swap the back plate out for that transparent purple like classic game boy look um, I'm scared to use anything without a screen protector because I'm just so accidentally destructive. Yeah, I was really happy with the JSOX um, screen protector because they have this little like plastic thing you clip on the front that helps you perfectly align the thing. That was really nice. Um, oh, there was another game I played. Um, someone bought myself and my boyfriend a copy for off the Steam sale, Risk of Rain 2. Oh, neat. Is that a 3D one? Uh, yeah, I think. Okay. I think it's 3D. I, I have a really hard time, like, nailing down the type of graphics. But, yeah, I think it's 3D. Um, But it's, like, a looter shooter where you, like, pick up items and get abilities. And it just, it can get really crazy. Um, It can be hard to unlock everything. But my friends and I, a bunch of us have been playing it on and off. And it's been a lot of fun. Neat. Mm -hmm. That's cool as heck. Yeah, it's. It's pretty cool. Um, yeah, I had I a friend who was very into the first one, and I think that's very 2D, like, side-scroller. I guess the, the second game is a lot different. It's yeah. not side-scrolling. It's more like... Yeah, well, you said it was like a looter shooter more. Yeah, yeah, yeah. yeah. A looter shooter. So it's nice. been fun. That's been fun. All right. Uh, well, listeners, uh, this episode, we decided to try our hand at playing a bunch of rhythm games from our backlog and... Yeah. 
Um, I had a lot of fun with this. I had a lot of fun with this. I love rhythm games in general, and I also have the distinct advantage that I've played the drums nice. most of my life, so I have a really good sense of rhythm. I'm um, I'm okay. I'm not bad. Um, definitely, I I found the gamut of different types of rhythm games here, though, because I was sort of realizing that we had done a lot of what I would have called rhythm games when we did the accessories episode, yeah. like DDR and stuff. I would but, say those still count, but we already talked about that. Oh, absolutely. But I found like other, other neat things, right? Like, um, yeah. like, I don't know, like the, probably one of the first rhythm games I ever made was Parappa the Rapper. Um, yeah, I've always seen that, but I've never played it. Yeah. It's really fun. It's a really neat game. Um, I guess it was uh, the the developer here is like Nana on or whatever. I just thought it was Sony. Sony probably bought them out or something because they very much own that IP. Um, and they've put they've put Parappa on everything. Um, but yeah, so it came cute. out. It's a little dog with his little baggy pants. I gotta believe he's so, he's so wholesome. Cute. He's so wholesome. Um, yeah, the game came out in '97 for the PlayStation. There was a really good psp port back in the day i think the current ps4 re, uh, re-release which i think it's one of the few ps4 games that doesn't work on a ps5 because i don't think sony's got their psp emulator to work on the ps5 weirdly but yeah the ps4 version is based on the psp uh, it's just like a high def psp game um but yeah parappa is just like the simon says game um where like you know you get punished uh, by not keeping up on time with the button prompts and you get rewarded by like freestyling it that's hard like I can do the game straight up with like copying the moves but it's throwing in a lot of like extra button presses on like the off beats to get like a cool rating that I have definitely had trouble with I've I've done it before but I can't do it consistently um but the music in Parappa is just really, really fun, adorable, kid-friendly hip-hop. Um, like, the, he's such a great little rapper. It's so fun. Um, and I like the second game, too. The second game on the PS2 is really, really fun. Um, I don't like all the songs. I just got this weird noodle story. <laughs> <laughs> um, I mean, they're, they're silly. They're very cute, silly games. Um, yeah, yeah. The first game is all about him trying to impress this girl. Um, so he's like improving himself by like getting his license and learning to do this and that and like earn some money at the flea market. Um, like there's a whole song at the end that's about you see all the previous like rap masters and they're all waiting in line for the bathroom. So you're all just like rapping about waiting for the bathroom. At, <laughs> it's really silly. Uh, it's freaking adorable. But yeah, everyone's paper thin. So Parappa. Uh, so yeah, that's definitely. I had to list that first because that was that's always been a favorite of mine. Nice. Yeah. So on the exact opposite side of that cute spectrum, <laughs> we have Metal Hellsinger, yeah. uh, which came out by The Outsiders in 2022. So I was I didn't know this game existed. I was just looking for like ideas for things to play. Um, and this is a category like I play a lot of rhythm games. I think they're relaxing. Um, but this, this one I did buy and I don't, I have no regrets. I paid full price for it. It was not on sale because I tried the, the demo and basically the game, it's like, it's basically doom mixed with like a, well, doom as a shooter. So 
Doom with like a rhythm game. So you have to like shoot and like move with the the rhythm. Nice. Um, and like it's it's really cool. And it's like it's not just like a it, the soundtrack has like real metal artists. Um Lacuna Coil, um In Flames, I think. Um I had I had more written down. Um Dark Tranquility, which is one of my favorite metal bands. Um, so is Lacuna Coil. Um, so like some really, really good music. Awesome. And um yeah, it's it's really I mean, it's exactly what you think it is. Like Yeah, I mean it's exactly the kind of music you would want to listen to while playing a Doom like shooter. Yeah, um, yeah, yeah. And then it's, it's so oh. it's a lot of fun. So I I downloaded the demo and I'm like, I'll just play through this, but I couldn't get it to calibrate. And mm. I was looking, like I asked for help on the steam page and nobody else was having the problem. I'm like, maybe it's my monitor. Maybe I don't think it's my computer. Definitely not my sense of rhythm. Um, and it was like, there was just a weird delay. And then I downloaded the real game and didn't have a single problem. Like I couldn't even make it off the first level in the demo. And then like, bro- like just breeze through the first level. Huh. Maybe the demo is um, based on an old buggy. Uh, yeah, the maybe they're just not updating it. I don't know. Yeah. Um, yeah. Now, it, but, now is what's the like pluses or minuses of of being on time with the rhythm? Like, is it like a score multiplier that you gain or lose? Or like, yeah. So the, okay. the the higher your score, like I think it's when it's time sixteen, like it starts playing the like you'll always hear the music, but like you'll hear the vocal tracks. Mm. Just sort of like your reward for not sucking. That's cool. Um, That's really cool. Yeah, it's it's a lot of fun. It's it's really hard. Like I'm good at rhythm games and I'm I'm like decent at shooters. And like the combination of the two is really, really interesting. I had a blast. It was so fun. Nice. Nice. Um, yep. you know, I'm gonna stick to my um you know, I'm gonna go in chronological order a little bit here. I'm gonna I'm gonna jump to um Patapon. So I don't know. It's another one I've heard of, but never played. Yeah. So these games came out on the PlayStation Portable. Um, Patapons one, two, and three all came out on the PSP. I think they've they've had a a high def remaster, um, just like Parappa did, um, sort of recently on the PS4. I think maybe just the first two. Uh, Don't quote me on that though. Um, They're neat. So so Pata and Pawn are like automatopoeia. Uh, in Japan for like, so like pata, pata, pata is like marching sound and like pon, pon, pon is like the drumming sound, right? So these are little like tribey creatures, adorable little like black silhouette eyeballs with spears um, called the patapon. And you are their like god. And like these little creatures have almost come to near extinction because their rivals like hunted them down. And so you come in as their shining god. You sign a contract to protect and and guide them like at the start of the game. Like that's how you enter your name. Is it like a rhythm lemmings? Yeah, it is. It is a little bit. Exactly. (laughs) So uh, the screen will have a little like the the borders of the screen will sort of flash to the beat. and uh, you have to like tap the face buttons. So like square is uh, pata, uh, circle is pawn, triangles chaka, and I forget, I forget what the cross button is. It's the other one. But um, so like you have commands that you give your pata pawn. So like if you tap out like pata pata pawn pawn, it's like 
uh, you know, uh, attack or like pawn, pawn, pata, pawns, like march. I, I think I have those backwards, but um, I, I didn't claim to be any good at it. <laughs> it is <laughs> the first game is hard but short. The second game is still hard but not nearly, but it's like way longer. Um, so I, I was sort of brushing up on the second game. Um, and I kind of wish I had gone back to the first game because it definitely probably would have been, I don't know. I had trouble. It was, it's a fun game. It's really cool. And like, you can unlock more Patapon style and you can like evolve different units. So like you are like, Hey, this unit, I'm going to turn, turn them into the big beefy guys. This unit's going to be more of like a, you know, fiery fast archer type. You know, I'm going to give these guys the iron spears and these guys some bows um, the thing that the second game at onward added was like this little hero patapon um, that sort of joins you after a few tutorial levels. Um, and yeah, it's really cool. And like, so staying, so you do your command and then the next four beats, they do your command, right? So it's hmm. give them a command, they do the command. And so it's back and forth, back and forth. Um, and if you keep in rhythm, you can build up a little small combo and then if you do well enough, um, you get a high enough combo or you do like perfect timing and it's like a three, a three combo with perfect timing or like 10 combo with mediocre timing, you'll go into fever mode and it, all of your attacks are worth more. Your marching goes a little bit further. Your hero guy like throws a crazy, you know, does a crazy attack like fever mode is great. That's really what you're aiming for. You're aiming to keep your rhythm up to go into fever mode. Um, so the only thing is that this game does not let you pause. You, you, there's no pausing. Like you okay. can put you can put the PSP or I was playing on the Vita. So you can put the Vita to sleep um, or I guess on the PS4, you can probably go to the main menu. I don't know how that works, actually. Because um, I was playing the original version on the on the Vita there. Um, but yeah, you can put the system to sleep, but then like you wake it up and you're you're going to break your you're going to break your meter, your combo. Oh. So um, it's cool. It's neat. Um, the art style is really cool. I really like the dark silhouettes on a bright, colorful background. Like everything feels like it's at sunset mm -hmm. <laughs> at some sort of crazy colored sunsets, like purple skies and magenta skies. Um, it's neat. It's really, really cool. So yeah, well, had a fun. Let's see. Um, this next one, I ever I, I hear great things about. I don't like it. I've never made it past the first level, despite numerous efforts and time put into it. Uh, Crypt of the Necker Dancer by Brace Yourself Games came out in 2015. I don't know what it is about this game. I have a hard time moving. Yeah, that's the and... like like tile based dungeon crawling one. Yeah, right? it's like very pixelated tile based and maybe that's the problem with it. Mm. Um cuz I've played other games, obviously like most of the games that I'm going to talk about other than I, I like half and half are going to be like this where like you're doing something to the beat mm. to win. Right. And it's and not it's just not attacking. Like I, it's like moving too has to be to the beat, right? Yeah, yeah. So, like, if you're breaking through walls or moving. So, I have a hard time, like, and, like, things just come at you so fast. Mm. Um, and I just keep dying. Um, and I've I've tried. I've tried many times. It's really, it's a great idea. Did you, um, did you play their, like, Zelda-themed sequel? No, I didn't like this one, so I wasn't going to spend wanna money spend on it. Didn't want to spend more money. Yeah, mm -hmm. that makes sense. No. That makes sense. Nope. 
Yeah, that's a bummer. Yeah, I, I, everyone loves it. From I know a lot of people that like it, and I just don't. Hey, fair enough. Fair enough. I, it's the disp- only loss for me. Yeah, yeah. Well, despite liking Patapon, I'm not very good at it. I haven't gotten very far ever. <laughs> so yeah, I but, mean, like I've never even made it past the first level. I don't think. Uh, yeah, because that's not fun. Yeah, and I'm just like, mm, no. Like, I, I'm not going to spend, I, I mean, like, I've I've spent maybe an hour or two in the game. Yeah. So not that long, but I'm like, mm, no, not worth the, mm-hmm. not worth it. Well, can't win them all. Nope. Um, yeah, so uh, another game, bit of an older indie game, Runner 2. The, how was it, The Legend of Rhythm Alien or Future Rhythm Alien or something? It was one of those, like, games that came out at the height of like the seventh gen indie boom there's a whole bunch of unlockable characters that are like the characters that are stars from other indie games um like you can unlock i think you can unlock like super meat boy and like um like the 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 dude from i don't know there's just a lot of small indie i can't remember them right now but i don't know the game is a neat like auto runner um where you have to sort of Kick, punch, jump, duck, slide. Um, and all of these things sort of happen to the music and they happen to the beat, to a rhythm. Um, like they're coming at you. I guess you could, if you had zero rhythm, but perfect hand-eye coordination, you're just like, oh, it's coming up at me. Um, but like once you're performing the actions, you can feel the rhythm because you basically have to do them on time because your character runs from left to right without you even, you know, it's not a runner. Um so it's just a bunch, a series of really colorful, creative courses that are all to beat. Um, and, you know, as you go along, you learn more and more different types of moves, right? I think so you start out with just the, like, kick. Uh, and then you get, like, a jump. or you know. um, And at the end of the level, once you finish the course, you hump into this little cannon. And it, like, you can, it goes up and down. And you sort of time when to shoot it off at the bullseye for bonus points. Um, and it's all, you know, leaderboards and yada, yada. Um, it's cool. It's colorful. You know, I got further along than I than I did last time I was playing it. Um, I, I like loaded up and I was like, oh, my God, I've got like I've got a world and a half completed. I, I don't remember where I was in this game because it was like 10 years ago. <laughs> um, it's neat. I don't feel compelled to continue it, though. Kind of like Patapon. <laughs> kind of like Patapon. I'm like, yep, I've done a few a few levels. Revisited it for the episode on the way. (laughs) Right. So, like, it's neat, but it didn't hold my attention. Yeah. Nice. Yeah, that's not one I've ever heard of either. I think most of mine are pretty well known, except for maybe the last two. Because the next one is, even if you haven't heard of this game, you've, you've heard of Final Fantasy. So Final Fantasy has their own theater rhythm games called Theater Rhythm Final Fantasy. Um... They are, obviously, Square Enix publishes it. The first one came out in 2012 for the 3DS. There was sequel in 2014 for the 3DS. And then on the Switch, there was um, this year, it one came out. And honestly, it's kind of the same game, but I still bought it and I still played like hours and hours of it <laughs> when it first came out. Um, don't care. I mean, they changed up some stuff, but... I mean, it's it's still sort of rinse and repeat, but like in the best way possible. Um, it's it's the 
3DS version really like relied on the touch screen. Mm. So it was a little interesting playing it on the Switch, which really didn't rely on the touch screen as much. Um, but yeah, it's a lot of fun. It's got, I mean, the music from like every Final Fantasy game, every yeah. Final Fantasy game that's come out since the first one to the 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 one that just came out isn't in it, but yeah everything else is i nice. actually don't know if 14 that might be the only one i don't remember if 14's in there well 14 but... hard because it's the mmo so like i know it has its own music but a lot of its music is uh yeah, like, but like... Rem- remixes renditions of previous music yeah but like certain zones still have its mm. own music mm. you know what i mean yeah um yeah. like um, so... it is kind of like a signature trademark of a lot of like mmos like you walk into I don't know, any number of different towns. None Got of them are, are coming to my head, but like, wow, does it? ESO does it? Right. Each you know, town like, has their own theme. Yeah, like, or even each zone. Um, nice. So, um, so, so what kind of rhythm game is Theatrhythm? Is it like your classic, like, guitar hero, like, tracks and gems sort of thing? Or is it like... Yeah. Okay. Kind of. It's like, um, you press a button to the beat and, like, either... You're either just tapping the button to whatever rhythm um, you're um, like sliding up and down with the the touch screen or like you're hitting the um, the left and right keys to like like each kind of like icon has its own like. Thing you press for it oh okay i think i was um, I, I think it played i played a tiny bit of the kingdom hearts one and it was kind of like that where it was things were it's probably the same thing i haven't played is. that one it was okay um, i didn't get I just, I just never picked it up yeah um, yeah yeah but but i see what you mean yeah there's so there's tracks but like you don't switch yeah. with like left and right like you push well, the button or something and you play with characters like mm-hmm, as mm-hmm. you play through the levels like you unlock characters from that game and they all have different abilities like there's groups of them but like some of them are healers some of them are like tanks oh and the theater um, them like art style is really cute it's so cute i love it <laughs> it's a lot of fun it's one of my favorite rhythm games and it's not like the the difficulty levels are really like satisfying. Um, I usually play it on like medium or hard. I don't remember if there's like an extra hard mode, but like I don't know. I think the the difficulty is pretty pretty good, but it's not like too difficult where you want to like throw your console across the room. Nice. Cool. It didn't make me as mad as Crypt of the Never Dancer. <laughs> um, uh. All right. So yeah, it's really cute. You get to unlock a bunch of characters, a bunch of like Easter eggs. It's a lot of fun. Nice. So yeah, I'm uh, I'm starting to get to the point of my list now where it's like these are things I really, 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 really enjoyed. I mean, not that I didn't love Parappa, but like these things are recent games that I like really dug. Um, so the first of this small batch of like top tiers, um, Sayonara Wild Hearts, um. It's definitely like it feels like how Runner Two had things happening to the beat, and like you have to do them anyway. But if you do them sort of to the beat, like then you you, you know doing things successfully means you're doing it to the beat, right? Sinar uh, Wild Hearts is this neat like I don't even know how to describe it. There's like there's levels and like crazy stuff happens, and usually it's an auto runner. Um, yeah, I think all the levels are auto runners, but it's all in 3D space. It's not just side scrolling. 
um, and everything's crazy tarot themed. And it's like this woman having this crazy dream about their life. Um, and everything's like neon and tarot and like almost a little synth wavy. Um, it's just neat. Like there's one level where you're like surfing in space. There's one where you're riding a motorcycle. Um, one of my favorite levels is one of the motorcycle levels where this like character that sort of looks like, um, I sort of looks like one of the Michael Jackson like outfits from like the eighties and they're sort of snapping every once in a while and it changes the whole like map. Like, so the road changes between two different maps and they like snap every like other beat. And so like you're, you're going along and you're like collecting a bunch of like gems and you're trying to like, you know, avoid obstacles and then they'll snap and it's a different road. And you're like, oh my gosh, right. I got to dodge this. So you're in your brain. You're sort of like dodging things ahead of time before the snap hits. Like you're positioning yourself just right. Um, it's really visually stunning. It is like playing a music video. That's the what? best way. It's like playing a tarot themed synth wave music video. Um, so yes, I know world wild hearts by um, Simogo uh, came out in 2019. Really cool. Really neat game. Uh, I think I have it on play. Oh, yeah, I was playing on the PlayStation, um, but it's also on steam. That one I might have to look into. That sounds really fun. Yeah, it is really, really cool. Uh, not that I need more games, but I, I just, I really like rhythm games. Uh, the next one I played is kind of along the lines of theater rhythm, really similar gameplay. The Well, actually, no, not. Yes, kind of. <laughs> yeah, so yeah, the, the 3DS versions play very similarly. Um, the Hatsune Miku Project Diva games, they started releasing them in 2009 for the I don't know if it was a simultaneous release for PS3 and 3DS at the same time, but they exist for the. PS3 and the 3DS, they've since come out with it for Switch and PS4. Yeah, I'm pretty sure there was there was PSP games as well. Um, I know there, there was might a... have been. I there... feel like there was. Yeah, probably. I mean, the Hatsune Miku games became sort of the prototype for a lot of different rhythm games. Yeah. Um, like I know the two Persona rhythm games. Oh, sorry, is it's three now? I think it's only two. I didn't no. know there were Persona rhythm games. Yeah, and they play exactly Ooh. like the Hatsune Miku games. Yeah, exactly. So you have like each button is like this one really is like Guitar Hero because every button has like, you know, it's the the four but the four main buttons depending on what console you're playing on. Um, right. But instead of going down a track, they go from the inside outward, right? It kind of moves all around. Yeah. Yeah. So it yeah, it's really cool. I love it. But I also I love Vocaloid like from. <laughs> For my 30th birthday, my mom bought me like the VIP package to the Hatsune Miku um, uh, con that nice. they do because they were coming to Boston. And I was so disappointed when they canceled it because they have not come back to Boston. The nearest they've come is New York <sighs> City. No. And like I was supposed to go with a friend and it was going to be freaking awesome. I was so excited. Uh, although I do have, um, I don't remember what they call the the uh, Miku Expo is what they call it. I have a Miku Expo 2020 sweatshirt because they had them all printed and they were just like, please buy them, please. <laughs> um, so I, I, and it's one of my favorite hoodies. Uh, I, I love hot suits. 2020, hence the cancellation. 
Yeah. Uh, oh, yeah, yeah. I turned 30 huge. in 2020. Or no, I turned 30 in December of 2019. And then the world, which is why my mom bought it for me. Right. Um, you know, we had no idea. At least when I bought the Rammstein tickets for my boyfriend's 30th birthday in I bought those tickets for him, I think, in March, even though his birthday's in February. It was like right as everything was shutting down. We're like, it's not going to be that bad. Yeah. And then we finally saw them two years later. But at least that one happened. Yeah. But yeah. Dang it, me. Very we upsetting. Get it together. I was so, so crushed. I really hope they come back to Boston. Um, That was like one of two things that just never come to Boston that we're going to be here in 2020 because Idol, which is a K-pop band, my favorite K-pop band. Mm. Was also going to be here, and again, the closest they've come since is New York City. <sighs> and I don't want to travel to New York City. Yeah, that's fair. That's that's quite a few more hours. It is, yeah. And I, yeah, <laughs> I, I've driven in New York, New York City, twice. Once I've driven to New York City once, and I was much braver when I was. <laughs> like 24 then at 32 like i don't want to do that i don't deal with that yeah yeah i've not i've not i've accidentally driven through the city but i've uh only taken i think the like the fung bus and stuff when going intentionally into town i thank god uh my boyfriend drove through washington dc and new york city when we drove um last year oh last yeah like from florida to here yeah um Luckily, he drove because I, I the long drive. I would I would have cried. I would have been on the side of the road, and that's like not even an exaggeration. No, I, don't I just you. it's so stressful. He was driving, and like people were just being absolute. I just I, people were getting out of their cars and like almost hitting each other and yelling at each other on the Washington Bridge. I'm like, what is happening? Oh my God, I was already not in a great place at the beginning of that trip. Like, whew. Yikes. Yeah. Um, but Project Eve is great. <laughs> great. Can't recommend them enough. Though I haven't mm. played the one for the Switch that much. Mm. Uh, but I think I unlocked everything for the PS3 and 4 versions in nice. the um the 3DS. The 3DS is definitely cutesier. Like the other versions are all like normal Vocaloid, and then like the 3DS one is like chippy. That makes like, sense. She looks just like the Nendroids. Not that I don't own a thousand uh, Hatsune Miku Nendroids. I wouldn't know what those look like. N- Nendroids, um, honestly, are like, you know, I've I've been disappointed by the design of a lot of vinyl figures, but man, Nendroids are great. The Nendroids are way better than the Figmas. I've been disappointed by Figmas on a number of occasions. Mm-hmm. Um, looking at you, Attack on Titan, Figmas <laughs> were like... If you put the cape on, like Mikasa has like a giant scratch down her paint because of how you put the cape on. Mm. And like they sent me a replacement. They were like, but be more careful next time. And I'm like, maybe put a finish on your paint. Like, what do you, this isn't my fault. <laughs> Make a better product. Yeah. Yeah. Um, Jeez. Yeah. Hmm. No. So, uh, so this next game, I was, I was pondering whether or not I wanted to save it for maybe a future VR episode of some sort, but I think now is the right time to talk about it. Um, and it's Pistol Whip by Cloudhead Games. It came out in 2019, but they're constantly putting up out, uh, updates. Pistol Whip is awesome. So like everyone's heard of Beat Saber, right? 
Um, so that was one of the games I played, but it's not really a rhythm game. Like it's music in the background. And I well, couldn't even get the music to work. So wait, which one are we talking about? I played Beat Saber 2. Okay, okay. Oh, not Beat Saber. No, I'm thinking of a different game. I'm sorry. Nope, don't worry about I it. Take that back. Don't worry about it. So yeah, Beat Saber is very much a classic like Guitar Hero DDR-ish style game. Pistol Whip takes that formula of doing things to the beat, um, but it turns it into like this crazy like gun fu john wick kind of like crazy gun based rhythm game so you're standing still the sort of it's kind of an auto runner right the world sort of goes past you on a track um you know every every level is basically a whole song that tells a small piece of story and you're shooting bad guys to the rhythm you get more points if you shoot them if you shoot them on beat of course um, some guys take a couple hits and then if a, if an enemy gets really close, you can just backhand them with the gun, hence the name <laughs> Pistol Whip. <laughs> and pistol whipping enemies actually it does a lot of damage. So like some of the enemies that take like three hits, like pistol whip them and they're gone. Um, but it does mean getting really close to them. So you're kind of risking getting shot. So, you know, risk reward there. Um, I actually... So I had been playing this for years, um, but for this episode, I thought I'd actually go through and play some of the single player content because there's one campaign that's like this cool cyberpunk assassin storyline. And then there's this other um, single player campaign that's this really cool, like crazy, like Tesla powered gun steampunk story. I had a freaking blast with that one. Because, like, the final showdown, like, the last part of that storyline is this crazy landship, like, scorpion thing that's digging into the sand and popping out and, like, throwing barrels and stuff at you. Um, meanwhile, you're just, like, shooting crazy, like, electric bullets to the beat. Um, it is cool as heck. Like, it has that, like, kind of, I don't know dangerous person with a gun vibe that you can get from playing super hot in VR. But like, it's just like things are these crazy colors. Like there's a lot of levels that do feel like you're John Wick. Like it's got that like bisexual lighting, neon, crazy synth wave thing bisexual going on. Bisexual lighting? Yeah, like the pink and blue that a lot of action movies have, right? That, oh, like, okay. Night, that like nightclub I didn't know look. that had a name. <laughs> <laughs> when your nightclub has like the bi flag colors, right? It, it, I've heard a lot of people online call it, you know, bisexual lighting. That makes sense. Yeah. Um, but it's like, yeah, that neon <laughs> pink and neon blue look that, like, John Wick has, right? Um, yeah, so yeah. there's a lot of levels like that. And that's very intentional. Um, and, like, there's a whole, at the menu, you can, there's a whole briefcase of different guns that you can, you know, can change the style of the gun you're holding. Um, there's a lot of different little pistols, some futuristic ones, some realistic ones, like the old-timey, like, six-shooter on um, the steampunky one I was talking about, there's one that looks kind of like a Nerf gun. There's, you know, a couple like ray gun type things. So that's fun. Um, you can play it either dual wielding, um, which I know some people really dig. I just like the the single single gun, um, because I do find that that using using the left hand to sort of support my right hand, I get a lot more accuracy than I do trying to like fire off with both hands. I don't feel like I get nearly enough accuracy with that. So I like just doing the single gun. But um, yeah, Pistol Whip is freaking great. The game I was thinking of was Beat Hazard. Ah, uh, okay. Three. That was the one I couldn't figure out. 
Yeah, once you said a number, I was like, that's not Beat Saber. Beat Saber <laughs> is like an eternal game. They just That's not correct. They yeah, like no, keep it wasn't. producing DLC. Wrong. Beat Hazard. Which um, is like kind of not, like, not recommended. Uh, space Invaders with music in the background. Uh, okay. And it like said it could take the music from Spotify, but it kept just like giving me samples. <laughs> From Spotify, so it was like 30 seconds of music, and I don't have any local music on my computer. Like, I lost all of my music when my uh, external hard drive died, mm. so I have nothing. Yeah, I, remember, I was trying to play, um, I was trying to play Audio Surf. Um, oh, that was a, oh, I didn't even think about that. Yeah. I forgot about that. I mean, that is I, one of the original PC indie rhythm games, right? Because it just took music from your computer and like and i had so much music on my computer oh, when that man. was popular <laughs> it was neat uh like and i had a whole bunch of themes i had like a doctor who tardis theme and like cool it like took basically nothing to run to. yeah my gosh it ran so well um but like i kind of got bored because the menu is so spartan there's like no options you're like here you go pick your theme pick your song yeah. go and I'm like, is it, is this, is it just leaderboards? Like there's no single player. So I didn't even put it on this That's list. The game they could have added more content for and people would have like eaten it up. Yeah. I like, I feel like I tried to play audio surf too. I don't know either. It didn't work or it didn't feel different. Like, yeah, they could have, they could have definitely gone a bit bigger with that. Yeah. Uh, the next game I played is called Soundfall. That's by Drastic Games, came out in 2022. I really liked the gameplay for this game because you go around and you shoot things to a beat. It's more cartoony, top down, um, versus like Metal Hellsinger, which is first person. Um, so this is third person, kind of top down ish. Mm. Um, it's really fun. You go through the maps. The problem I had with it was the music, it was so boring. It was like, my nightmare of like what I think people listen to in a club. Like kind of like techno with like really cheesy vocals. And I don't know if you get to every because I, I played it for like a little bit, but I only got through like the first island. Like I don't know if each island has its own theme. And I meant to go back and revisit it and then got caught up in other games. So I never went back to it. But yeah, the music was just not my thing. I don't dislike electronic music, but it was like boring. Like it was like t could have been on like the top. Weird, because it, it, I'm I'm taking a look at it a little bit right now, and it's like very, I don't know, like, gen like, generic early aughts indie game kind of look and feel. Like oh, this it is, is default, yeah. Default, Maybe that's uh, why, because the music is very generic. But the once you get into the game, it kind of has this like dreamy feel to it like it is very like cheesy like the dialogue yeah. and stuff so the, the combat reminds me of like you're like you know um like your super giant type of game like your transistor or hades or something but like yeah, where's yeah. The, so where's the rhythm come into play you have to shoot things to the beat and you have to like jump and move to the beat okay um so it is kind of like metal health singer in that and crypt of the necro dancer i just think it's easier to move around in this game um, than it is in Crypt. Hmm. Yeah, yeah. Like, the, the gameplay was really enjoyable. Like, like 45 minutes passed without me noticing. Uh, I just didn't particularly like the music. But Interesting. I'm 
I'm not really big on pop music in general, and it was all kind of like poppy techno kind of stuff, hmm. which isn't my favorite. Like, yeah, I mean, the moment you said that, I was like, well, maybe I'll like it. I don't know. I like I like really cheesy stuff, but like, I don't know if I like the visuals right now. <laughs> I didn't mind the visuals. Yeah. Um, those <laughs> were fine. It was just the music I didn't like. Interesting. Like, I'll go back. I think and revisit just to see if the different level, like, if the different islands have like a different music i think they might but if it's all as cheesy as it was in the first level like i mm. i don't know and like i do have a, like i have diverse taste in music but yeah, like sure. at the same time i also like what i like and if right. i don't like something it's just right right um, yeah it was fun i i mean if you get it on sale i definitely recommend it it's relaxing i think uh, and I had, I did have fun with it, even if I didn't like the music. All right, look out for it. Um, so yeah, this this last game on my list here. Um, I'm proud of myself because this is the only new game I bought for the episode. Like a lot of the times, I'm like, ooh, I need to buy this game because we're gonna do an episode on this thing, and I'm like, no, bad. That's the opposite of backlog. Yeah. Um, but dang, I do not regret buying this game. I'll confess my sins after this. <laughs> um, Hi-Fi Rush. It's a game that was like stealth dropped in like, I don't know, March, April um, this year. Like stealth dropped out of nowhere. This sort of like triple I game. So like high production value indie game um, called Hi-Fi Rush. It's this cool um, action adventure sort of platformer. Um, it's all cell shaded. It's about this crazy like empire of like this robotics company has been taken over by, you know, the the founder's shitty son. And so he's like trying to convert people or something. I don't know. Um, and the main character like gets his arm replaced by like a robot arm. But something goes wrong. His like Zune that he was listening to his like iPod or whatever. Uh, it looks like a hybrid of the two. Um, like falls on top of him uh, just before the conversion like presser like Looney Tunes its way to stamp the electronics on him. So now his like music player is like in his heart chamber, like powering his electronics. Right. So now he has got this like cool, like rhythm based power. And so you get this cool guitar that you can smash enemies with and like the whole company is like, oh, no, after him, he's too powerful or something. I forget. Like, the whole point of the game is you're super punk rock. You're taking down this company. You and your, like, band of cool people that you bump into um, are taking down this giant conglomerate. It's awesome. And everything in the world, like, pulses and, like, like bounces to the music and to the beat. And if you time all of your combos to the beat, then they do more um, like to do your f the finishing part of any combo. You have to do it in time to the beat. Um, and it's just a blast. And it's such a feel good, fun time. I am so happy I bought this game. Like <laughs> it was a blast. It's so cool. Um, I definitely. Oh, I've seen this. Yeah. yeah, I haven't played it, but I recognize the little kitty. Yeah, the little little robot cat. Yeah, little robot cat. Yeah, that, robot cat yeah cat. it it like turns into an orb and floats around next to you for uh during gameplay and then like turns back into its cat form for a lot of the cutscenes. Um, and generally, like, if there's a cat, I'm on board. Heck yeah, 
Like the cat has a mind of its own and it's also like a two-way yeah. communication for like your person in the chair. So like your your gal in the chair is like talking to you through the cat and then the cat's like got a mind of its own. It's like, nope, I like this guy. She's like, no, we're supposed to do our mission. The cat's like, nope, nope, he's cool. We He's part of the mission now. And that's how you <laughs> like, that's literally how you, the dorkiest person ever with his heart MP3 player gets to be part of like the team that takes everything down just because the cat likes you. I mean, that checks out. Yeah. Owning cats. Yeah. I, <laughs> yeah, that checks out. Not argue with the cat's judgment. They do. They do what they want. So, yeah. And it's got like this, like you're taking down the different like heads of the different departments in the company. So it's got that, like you take out them, then them, then them, then them. And then we'll get to the final boss. Like almost like the Scott Pilgrim movie kind of vibe. Um, in terms of its like story structure and they dumped a ton of cash in the animation budget. It is so well animated and like every once in a while it'll swap to straight 2d and it's a very subtle, um, transition and it works really well. And they go back to the cell shaded look and the 3d models are animated really, really well. A lot of stretch and bounce and like, you know, they just have the fundamentals of animation down pat. And it looks so good. Um, yeah, I can't I can't say enough about Hi-Fi Rush. That was a fun game. That was a very, very fun game. Uh, really polished. Really good animation. Decent voice acting. Really fun music. Nice. Yeah. So my sins of buying things for this episode. It was so Metal Hellsinger was the only thing I, I paid outright for. Soundfall was part of a humble bundle. Mm. Which obviously goes to charity, so that really doesn't count. <laughs> um, and this next one was forty-four cents. Oh, well, that doesn't count. It doesn't count. <laughs> I I lose that amount of money frequently. So it's our last uh, mystery game here. It's called Muse Dash. It came out in twenty eighteen from Paro Games. Uh, this one's actually pretty hard. I had a hard time with it. Um, I think I'd have an easier time with it if I played it on controller but i tried it on keyboard and that was very difficult uh, but it's like your standard rhythm game you know you have a cute little song in the background but it's all kind of like i'm pretty sure it's all vocaloid like not like trademark katsune miku but like vocaloid is in like that software mm, right 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 because um, it's software not just a brand yeah 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 um so i'm pretty i'm pretty sure but it's got that like japanese japanese um, like, hey, I'm losing my mind. Japanese J-pop, not K-pop, J-pop, um, kind of vibe to it. Yeah. It's, uh, it's really bright and really colorful. Yeah. So if I got this like vector graphics, like flash game, like bright as heck, though. Wow. It's very, very bright. Very neon. Very, very cute. Um, But it is hard. I think I'll try it on the controller next time i think it might be easier um i just kept missing everything because it was like press these random things together and i just kept forgetting what they were um but yeah the the music is really fun it's really bright really colorful less than a dollar um i i don't know if it was on sale or not when i bought it but it might have been the steam sale is going on right now um but i only paid 44 cents 
mean, it was, I, I'd say it was, yeah, it's $2.99 normally, but I'd still pay that price for it. It's definitely worth it. If you like really like kind of bubblegum pop Japanese anime inspired games, it's definitely, very cute. Yeah, definitely seems bubbly. It's a very bubbly. And the music is really good. Um, I might not have done well at the game, but the, I really enjoyed the music. Like, I would sit and listen to the soundtrack. Nice. nice. Mm-hmm. Man, we played a, an eclectic bunch of rhythm games. Like, when I think we first planned out rhythm games, I was like, oh, yeah, maybe DJ Hero or something. Or, like, yeah, I don't know. Or No, see, it's a game. It's a so... genre I play pretty frequently. That's a pretty, like diverse group of games you know what i mean like there's this kind of standard theater rhythm hatsune miku muse dash ones and then you got like the the shooter kind of one soundfall right. little hell singer stuff you, like that you've like, got the ones pretty... that are auto runners where you do things in time and then you've got yeah. like the the simon says style games and then mm-hmm. like patapon was like hey let's do simon says but backwards so simon tells <laughs> i guess um Simon demands. Simon demands. Um, <laughs> so yeah, this is, and then just you know, just in the middle of that, I'll just pencil whip is just you know John Wick <laughs> with headphones. <laughs> that sounds so fun. Yeah, I'll have to get your head in the headset to play that one. Oh yeah, it's a that one's VR. Yeah, I mean I don't know. I really. At this point, like, I love playing shooters, but man, there's nothing like actually using your hands to aim. <laughs> your hands and your head to aim with a gun. Man, I'm really liking VR shooters a lot. Yeah, I maybe one of these days I'll get a VR headset. It's not that I don't want one. but It's just not a priority. No. Like, yeah, I get it. Nope, not in this economy. Heck no, Jesus. <laughs> all right listeners well i hope you all enjoyed uh listening to the beat of our recommendations and our trials Lame. and tribulations through all this <laughs> tribulations um yeah we had fun i don't know i like all we these did, games yeah i i love rhythm games so i had a blast revisiting these and playing some for the first time. Seriously, Metal Hellsinger is so fun. It was like 20 bucks. It's definitely worth it. Nice. Uh, but I think that is it for us. All right. Catch Toodaloo. you later.